Welcome to How You Spend Your Days. The goal of this show is to explore debt, break down the stigma around talking about money, and share my own journey of becoming debt-free. My name is Colin Loretz, and today we have a special guest, Danny Morris. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Colin. And uh, we were actually just recently connected on Instagram, of all places, mm-hmm. uh, by a past guest, um, Catherine Schweitzer. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that post and um, how how we got connected? Yeah. So it was a recent post, just basically, it was a nice picture of salad. Actually, it was, a, it was a Caesar salad, so it was pretty much just lettuce in a bowl. But the post was basically all, all about enjoying vegetables again because so many people are totally not into that. And I just kind of mentioned in there that I used to eat salad, Caesar salads all the time made from scratch when I was going on my $30 a week grocery budget. And I think that sparked some interest. And that's what got us connected. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, the $30 number, I think for most people, are they're like just doing this mental math of like what they buy when they go to the grocery store and how that's possible. And you were focusing also on like uh, salad dressing specifically mm-hmm. being something that, you know, can be made much more affordably than what you're going to be buying at the store. Yep. So this all kind of sprang from when my husband and I were saving up to buy our house. We went on this crazy $30 a week grocery budget. And I realized that if I started buying the raw ingredients to make things such as salad dressing, it would be way cheaper than if I were to just buy them pre-made. So yes, that post was all about making your own salad dressing because it's funny enough, that is just one of the easiest things you can do to save some money at the grocery store. And having done that $30 a week grocery budget, yes, it was very difficult. It was a fun challenge at the time for sure. <laughs> but it, you know, it it really opened up my eyes to see like what I don't need to buy at the store. Right. So it, it is possible. $30 a week for two people is it's a stretch. We easily can go to the store now for under 50 bucks for the two of us for a week, sometimes even longer. Wow, but, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not on that crazy, ridiculous $30 a week budget so much anymore, just because it was more of a challenge at the time. Gotcha. Yeah, I've been this is an area that I'm specifically interested in because I've managed to take my food and drink uh, budget from well, it wasn't a budget. It was just unconscious spending uh, (laughs) of around twelve hundred dollars a month, which we talked about in episode four. Um, down to July, uh, January just ended, and I looked, uh, and I believe I'm at around six fifty. So I've managed to cut that in half. And what's really great about that is I've done it in a way where I don't feel deprived of certain things. Like I was just unconsciously spending that, uh, and just bringing all the awareness to where that money was going. And um, that was, I think, since the twelve hundred dollar number was in October. So it's been a couple months of focusing on it and thinking about it. And obviously, I didn't go to six hundred overnight. And that still is something that now my next goal is to look at where my groceries are and what you know, where is that money going? Uh, is that purely groceries? Or as we both have uh, an affinity for is some of that, you know, you know, buying drinks and other things. <laughs> I do uh, love my beer and wine. <laughs> when you were doing that, does your entertainment type things like beer and wine fall into that? Or is that separate in your mind? The $50 a week definitely is just food. Okay. Um, and I would say that beer and wine, tea, coffee, all of that, pick your poison, whatever. It, that's more on an individual basis and what, you know, it, that's not food. It's what you can enjoy outside of your meal, but it's it's part of the meal. So technically, I guess you could throw it in there, but yeah. I definitely, 
I definitely spend a little bit more on on alcohol for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think that makes sense to almost put it like I said in the, like an entertainment category. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining if you're having people over, or um, or even just if you know instead of going out to bars or whether that is uh, including you know whatever that budget is that you set. Um, so we can definitely focus on the food part of this. I know um, you have on your Instagram you have a lot of focus around both food and drink. Yes. Uh, where does that interest come from, and and uh, your love? for both of us? Well, um, honestly, I just love to sit around the dining room table and have an amazing meal with friends and family. That is, that's my livelihood. That's my love language. I just absolutely love to to have people over and host parties. So awesome. I've kind of taken that into everyday living and that's what I'm trying to share with people as well. And I think a lot of confusion around that is people think that if you are going to have a party or if you are going to make a nice meal, it's going to cost you a lot of money. And yeah, you could spend $100 on a bottle of wine or you could spend $10 on a bottle of wine. So you don't, that whole side of it is really customizable. Right. Uh, but the food aspect, as long as you're making things from scratch, it really can be worth it, in, you know, in the end. Absolutely. Um, I can't tell you how many times I'll have people over and it costs us under $40 to have, you know, six of us eat dinner it's fantastic it's so much cheaper than going out yeah and the on the drink side of things i can see how some of that gets wrapped up in you know status of like this is like we we can only serve this for guests or uh we need to make sure we put out the good stuff or whatever mm-hmm. that might be yeah uh, drop the status if they're yeah. truly your friends have them over anyway and, and they'll they'll yeah. appreciate you'll appreciate whatever you give them right absolutely <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I'm a big fan of that. We've talked about this before too, of like potlucks and having dinners and mm-hmm. things like that. It's, you know, to me sometimes that's much more enjoyable than going out, um, you know, and being waited on and all of that. Um, but then there are, like I said, having that mindful, you know, outings where you're wanting that experience and you choose which restaurant you want to go to and making it into an outing and, and a special mm-hmm. occasion and things like that um, just makes it more rewarding. Uh, and I think on the flip side of that. I, we were talking a little bit where going to $30 a week doesn't mean that you have to be eating ramen all the time either. Right. <laughs> yes. what, what kinds of things were you making on this $30 a week? You know, it's funny because it's pretty much the same stuff that I still do. I'm just a little bit more lenient with my with my budget now. Um, yeah, so when we started with this whole $30 a week budget, I really was envisioning that we were going to be eating terrible food. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, I think it's just it's just using that strategy of finding recipes online that use not necessarily minimal ingredients, but ingredients that are not, you know, you don't have to buy a full package of something to use an ounce of it type mm-hmm. thing. Um, that's that's where all of the strategy kind of started to come come into play. And I started just meal planning and making sure that each ingredient that I bought could be used for multiple meals. And it it worked. So it doesn't have to be ramen. It's I think what we what our culture thrives on right now is pre-made food though, prepackaged. Mm-hmm. Many of us don't even know how to cook. Many of us say we don't have the time to cook or we don't have the skills to cook, but it's really not hard. It doesn't have to be right. hard. So if you if you just start small and you start with very small steps and you just start thinking about hmm, what what do I usually buy at the store? Okay, wait a minute. Can I make that at home instead? That's really how you're going to start saving a ton of money. So f- one of the biggest things with me was snacks to start off with. I mean, you just – whatever. You like your snacks. I don't really remember what we used to eat because <laughs> um, I've never been a crazy junk food person. But, you know, you still buy snacks and you realize that if you if you were just making those at home or if maybe you weren't snacking, you're saving on that 
on that purchase. So definitely going on this budget took away the mindless eating and the, you know, just going into the pantry and being like, hmm, what can I snack on right, right. now? You know, it, and it definitely res- made food a little bit more special, which I think is really important because as you just mentioned with going out to eat and how it can be more intentional, it can be the exact same thing at home. Like appreciate each meal that you are making and it's going to mean a little bit more and you're going to appreciate the money that you spent on it rather than coming from a place of lack. So, Because we still went out. We still had a budget at the time for going out. It was very small because we were saving up for our house. But, I mean, we still we still went out and we made sure we went somewhere that we actually enjoyed. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, I think two things come to mind with all that you just mentioned. The first one, I have absolutely went and bought items for a specific recipe and spent well over $40. It is so addicting. And you're like, <laughs> wait a minute. I got all the things that I need to make this one meal. And, it, it, you know, things that you just maybe don't have in your pantry or things that are slightly just like you're never going to use it in another dish. Mm-hmm. And so I can definitely see and I've been trying to think, like, how do I reuse things? Uh, I've not been going off of recipes for the things that I've been making. I do a lot of, like, bowl-type meals where okay. it's you know, a starch and then add veggies and a protein and things like that. Um, and then, you know, throw in avocado and whatever else you need to, to make that a meal for you and make that so that you feel sated when you're done. But, um, you know, I've especially in, like, I'm just thinking of like certain things. I don't remember what they were, but where easily you're like, OK, I need this specific kind of oil and this and this. And you're mm-hmm. like, you're never going to use these things again. Um, and it's easy to rack up, you know, $30, $40 for just one meal. And I think that's where some of these like meal delivery box type things are appealing to some people. Um, but you end up with only the amount of ingredients you need for like those three meals. And then you need to go buy more food. Um, yeah. So that's more of a convenience <laughs> product um, than anything. Um, but then the second thing was you brought up the just packaged food in general, which I've been finding that when I had to default to going out or picking up something on the go, that like my whole day was not, you know, uh, being mindful or like like the show, how you spend your days is how you spend your life. Uh, I was finding that I was always hurried and in a rush and never had the time to cook. But I also because of that, you know, I was following that script. I didn't have time for a lot of other things. And so, again, translates into health. It translates into money. And you do all these unconscious things because you don't have the time and you just need to go for convenience. And other things uh, are being sacrificed for that. Um, So I, like you said, have a bigger appreciation for food. One, I'm making it. Two, I'm picking what goes into it. Uh, I get to, you know, if there's something I really like, I get to put that in there. If there's something I don't like, I don't have to go that way. Um, so I'm really enjoying it, and I really enjoy cooking with other people. So that part of it is also enjoyable for me, uh, and it makes it an experience and makes us come, you know, connect back to food again. Yeah, I mean, that's just our culture: is that we we are always on the go. We don't have time to do anything. Eating has just become a like a second thought. And feeling the body. Yeah. And that's, that's a problem. And so if we just can change our mindset and, you know, be intentional with what we're buying as far as food and, and knowing that we can save money doing that. I mean, everybody's like, Oh, it'd be so expensive to to cook at home, but gosh, it's so much cheaper. So if we're, if we're trying to save money or trying to, you know, reduce our debt, it's a really great way if you can just mind uh, shift your mindset into, stop being lazy about your food purchases and actually make the plan, make the time and 
spend a little bit of time each night cooking or you can always meal prep. There are just so many there's so many options. Yeah. And to kind of touch back on what you were talking about with your bowls, that's a really great place to start is to do a grain, do a veggie, do meat, you know, whatever your diet consists of kind of proportioning it out like that. Mm-hmm. And when we were on the $30 budget and still now, you know, rice or potatoes take up you know, the side dish or one of the side dishes. So usually it's for us, since we are meat eaters, we will have um, chicken thighs are a huge one because chicken thighs are very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, just don't buy chicken breasts. <laughs> they're <laughs> awful. Um, they're dry and they, they don't season well. So avoid recipes that call for chicken breasts. Uh, chicken thighs and legs are way better or buy the whole chicken. It's a little side tip for you guys. <laughs> I'm gonna have to but yeah, so chicken thighs are great. And then, you know, um, you do the, you just have, a potato or rice or a quinoa or couscous, something that's a little bit more filling because honestly, when you are on a budget, it can be expensive to to get food that is, you know, if we're just going to be doing all greens, that's going to take a lot of greens to really mm-hmm. fill you up. So for me, at least, I, I still need some sort of carb to, to, to be filling, but I'm always including something green on my plate as well. And one of the easiest things was just like that Caesar salad that I created on Instagram. I mean, seriously, it's you buy a um, I hate anchovies. Oh, my goodness. But <laughs> if you buy a tube of anchovy paste, it costs you what two bucks and it'll last you all year. And as long as you have eggs in your house and just other very common items that all of us should have, you can literally make yourself a, a Caesar salad with just a head of lettuce, a little bit of bread and salad dressing. So there's there's definitely opportunities here to <laughs> to eat well. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, the, the chicken one is, the chicken tip is definitely something that I need to follow because I definitely just buy chicken breasts. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's just, like I said, that's just our culture. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see so many recipes that call for chicken breasts and now I just kind of ignore them. One of the, uh, another great thing to do with chicken is to just buy a whole chicken. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm not talking about buying a rotisserie chicken <laughs> that is already cooked for you. Just buy it raw and no joke, all you do is stuff two lemons in it you roast it, that chicken can theoretically feed you for a week. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just, so, the options that. are endless here. And, yeah. and most chickens... There's like different levels of prepared food I know. You, right? like <laughs> pre-packaged chicken breasts mm-hmm. to, yeah, all kinds of things. And I like, um, you know, for the most part, going to Costco for me, because I'm it's just me, it doesn't make sense for most things. I do use it to buy um, grains, though, or whether it's rice or quinoa or something mm-hmm. like that, because it's going to last and you can get a ridiculous amount of it. And I go through a ridiculous amount of it. Uh, whereas buying these little tiny, you know, bags of it at Trader Joe's, I'm just going to go through it that much faster. So um, I tend to then supplement that with Trader Joe's is my kind of choice. Um, I used to go to Whole Foods and uh, the whole whole paycheck thing was <laughs> definitely real. Um, and, you know, I've, I've definitely switched from that. Uh, I used to just con- out of convenience shop at Target and just buy my food at Target. And, Same here. You know, that tends to not be the cheapest place to do that at either. And so, you know, with Trader Joe's, I always had this worry of things going bad. But now that I'm cooking and eating almost exclusively at home, there's no chance that it's going to happen because I'm only buying for the week. And sometimes the food that I buy for the week doesn't even last the whole week and I have to go buy more anyway. And so um, that part of it is I'm still like, finding that balance of like how much do I need to buy each week mm-hmm. um, to fit within the kind of budget that I'm trying to hit. Um, and then how do I prep it? Um, I find for me, I need to like break down most of the stuff like when I buy it and have it in containers 
in my own prepackaged way, right? So that when I am ready to eat, there's no second. Like, like I don't have to dread like, oh, I have to go cut up everything and then <laughs> cook. It's just already ready to go. And when you're doing bowls like what I'm doing, that's easy. Um, doing wraps and other things are other ways that I would do that. Um, and then, you know, being if you are making a more specific meal, obviously you don't need to prep everything for the whole week. Um, I tend to not want like I'm not doing full meal prep where I'm cooking everything. I'm just like breaking down mushrooms and, you know, other mm-hmm. veggies and things just so that I don't even have to think about it. They're just throw in the pan and ready to go. Well, you're doing better than me on that because that is something I still struggle with. Uh, the whole Sunday prep day, whatever people do, is I just can't jump on board with that. So that's really awesome. And I think that just shows you have to do what works for you. Oh, because yeah. for me, it's it's you know cutting up the veggies every night just because it doesn't seem like that's, it's not that big of a deal for mm-hmm. me. But um, but if, if that's what gets you to cook at home and, and make it work for you, then great. That's awesome. So uh, yeah, I think the, the biggest thing here is just to cut out the laziness, cut out the convenience. If you are used to buying cut up peppers before, you know, whatever, just buy the peppers whole and cut them up at home as soon as you get home from grocery right. shopping. I think that's really brilliant. Yeah. I think having that system, whatever works for you. Um, and you're going to have to test this at home if you want to do this, like try some of these things. If, you know, cooking a whole chicken isn't your jam, then figuring out what <laughs> the alternatives are. Maybe you enjoy salmon or something that's also easy. Salmon's going to cost more than chicken, but, you know, there are alternatives to things. Um, and for me, I'm also looking at like what other things can I add so that things don't get, you know, stale or, you know, unexciting and I can continue to mix things up, whether that's adding, you know, new ingredients that are also still affordable. Like, um, you know, I would never really pick up like a butternut squash or something like that, but it can be really affordable <laughs> yeah, and that can really, be really good. affordable. Spaghetti squash is a big one. Everybody loves to, to substitute spaghetti mm-hmm. squash for actual pasta. <laughs> yeah. But, Which um, pasta is not too expensive either, um, but you can and you can also learn how to make that yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pastas. You know, I don't know. It's hard because in the health and wellness sector, everybody is all anti grains and, mm-hmm. and everything. And pasta is one of the easiest to eat for when you're on a budget. So just compare it to ramen. It, you know, skip the ramen and just get the pasta. Yeah. Throw some veggies in there. I mean, one of our easiest weeknight dishes when we are feeling ultra lazy is just to. Make the noodles, make the spaghetti noodles, and add some lemon, add some spinach, add a splash of white wine, and that's dinner. Yeah. But the the key here is that let's let's focus on our health. Still, you know, don't eat pasta every night. It gets really old anyway. But <laughs> I, you know, I eat pasta once to twice a week. I would say at this point. And uh, but if you are, you know, if you're committed, I think you just have to think about your intention. If you're committed to something ridiculous like a thirty dollar a week grocery budget, um, it might not be eating all of the crazy, not necessarily expensive, but the exotic foods and, yeah. and things, you know, um, maybe save that for Fridays and Saturday nights or or just basically do what works for you. We don't want to compromise our health here by any means, but there are ways for sure to to make the budget work and still be eating healthy. Yeah. And I think a lot of people knock, um, they'll knock ramen or something like that, which you can make ramen that's not in a packet, right? <laughs> you can. You absolutely can. <laughs> and there are and ramen is a very inexpensive food. You can get, uh, you can experiment with adding different things to it. Um, so you can mix it up where you can have things like rice noodles and things like that. Um, and I, I again like experimenting and learning new uh, ingredients or new cooking methods. Um, I 
fail epically at cookbooks, but um, <laughs> there are some great Instagrams that I'll try to find and link to that the, the ones that come to mind have like side by side of a bunch of ingredients mm. and then the, the after. And they're almost all like tend to be like bowls and simple things. But mm-hmm. you're like, I really want that thing on the right. And you just <laughs> see how few things go into it and how healthy it can be for you. And figuring out like for me, I know I need to have everything prepped or it's probably just going to go bad and not get used Um, or I'm going to be like well I could go in there and prep everything and cook or I only have 20 minutes so I need to go pick something up and you know for me I tend to be eating is like uh, I'm on the way to a thing either I left work to go home and cook and come back Mm -hmm. and so it can't in some cases take a very long time or I'm not going to do it I already have that hurdle of I need to leave here and go you know, to home to do that. So it needs to be simple. Um, or if I'm going to eat before going out so that one, I don't feel tempted to eat out, um, is another big one that I've been trying to do. And that way, if I am going out, you know, with friends to have a drink or whatever, then we're not like, Oh, let's also go hit up the food truck and do this. That one's bad. Yeah. That (laughs) happens to me quite often. (laughs) It's a little, a little premeditation and a little bit of pre-planning there, but, um, And by no means am I perfect, right? I'm not hitting these all the time. But because I'm being more aware 80% of the time, that little 20% wiggle room that happens, uh, you know, is something that I can continue to work on, think about, um, reserve for weekends, you know, make it a treat, whatever that might be. There is a thing that I'm trying this month uh, for February. Uh, I'm reading a book uh, that I mentioned last episode called Get Money by Kristen Wong. And one of the challenges that she has in there is no restaurant spending for a month, mm. uh, which is hard uh, when yeah. I think about it. That's like zero dollars of restaurant spending. Um, but February is the shortest month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you taking that on this month? I am. Yeah. So uh, it's only February 1st. Uh, there have only been uh, one or two meals in the day so far, and I've spent zero dollars on restaurants so far so we will we'll have to check in on that but you know i i do like this idea of a challenge that is not something that i'm going to stick to mm-hmm. um and i think i probably need to pair it with a goal like you had paired your 30 dollar week budget with buying a house and so you know what you stand for when you're doing that it's not mm-hmm. just you know an exercise in extreme frugality um and like you said too there's a difference between I don't you didn't say it in these words, but there's a difference between being frugal and being cheap about things too. That's as far Absolutely. as quality and you know still maintaining health and eating well and all of that. So uh, we're not robots and we can't subsist on just rice and beans and you know not enjoy you know the process of cooking food, sharing food with other people, eating food. You know it's there's a lot of things out there to enjoy, and so we don't. I think when people feel deprived of experiences, that's when there's like resistance to uh, continue to spend or to stop doing something. I like to compare this a lot to when we try to go on a diet and you go cold turkey and you just have a really bad day at work or something and you come home and you just just binge eat whatever. You you shouldn't do that with your budget either because it can be really disastrous for us women especially it equals going to the mall (laughs) and and making unnecessary purchases. So just with, you know, with food, have that goal in mind and pick a budget and, but just be really kind to yourself. Don't, I I think we like to punish ourselves a little too much when it comes to eating, you know, things are bad. And so if you tell yourself you're going to do this, this budget, I mean, there were, sometimes I would go to the grocery store and I mean, at that time I was looking at every single line item that they were 
they were making because it was a fun challenge for me. But that's exactly what it was. It was a fun challenge. And if I ever went over the $30, yeah, it was it was a little disappointing. But regardless, it, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, you, you plan the best you can. So I think it's a really great thing that you want to not go out to eat this whole month. I think that's an awesome challenge. Just don't punish yourself yeah. because because then, you you know, March 1st, you don't want to go out and spend $800 on a meal and just have everything. <laughs> like you could have just gone out in February. Yeah. So it's important to just be kind to ourselves and come from a place of having that goal and wanting to wanting to do this for whatever reason, whether it's just to get out of debt or you want to save up for something else. But we should, at the end of the day, still be enjoying what we're eating and not just resorting to crap food so that you know, so that we can afford that new dress or whatever we're trying to save up for. Yeah, I think, I mean, even in saying this out loud, you know, phrasing it as no eating, no restaurant spending is coming from a place of, of scarcity and deprivation, mm-hmm. right? Versus the challenge of cooking at home for every meal. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. You can you can make it, so, you can make it fun. Yeah. And it all just comes from preparation. And what you said earlier about buying things in bulk is brilliant. Um I will say that, you know, whenever a store has a huge sale on things like chicken thighs or pork um, or I'm trying to think of other other things that we do or like, you know, um, Smith's will often have like a case lot sale for Mm. canned stuff. I stock up. Yeah. And that I mean, that does play into our budget, it saves us money in the long run. So even though that grocery bill might be a little bit higher, right. uh, 70, 80 bucks. It's shelf next, stable. And yeah, it's, it. yeah, it's yeah. stable. And, and with the meats, you can freeze them. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, for us meat eaters, that's a big thing is is freeze, being able to freeze the meats or, you know, because otherwise it gets really expensive. And always look for what's in season, what's on sale. And just think about what you're purchasing and think about if you can make that yourself. I mean, simple things like I was even getting to the point where I was making my own barbecue sauce Mm. it was a little crazy (laughs) I don't do that so much anymore but but you can make things I mean even potato chips if you really want potato chips you can it's so much cheaper to just buy a potato and slice it up and put it in the oven (laughs) the one snack that I definitely like uh, which if you go to any store and find like uh, baked chickpeas Mm. those are ridiculously expensive and you can buy whole cans of this and just make your own. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you throw it in the oven. Yeah. Um, and there's some things like um, for me, you know, I like to have, uh, and this is all going to depend on your diet too, but like when I'm doing bowls, like it's almost always going to have half of an avocado in mm-hmm. there. And so I think a lot of people like to joke about millennials and, you know, avocado toast and things like that. Um, <laughs> but but find are so filling. Oh, yeah. And then part That's of that right. is having that healthy fat and, and making sure that, you don't need that next snack mm. or meal like instantly after you just finished. Um, and some of this also plays into whether or not you're, you know, doing other like activities like running and, and yoga and all this other stuff. Um, so you need to make sure you're still feeling your body for the things that it's doing. Um, otherwise, yeah, you're going to have craving and you're going to have, you know, that day of where your willpower has been tested all day and you get home and it's just time to binge or buy, mm-hmm. you know, things you don't need. Um So I would say for something like that, um, to follow your tips, if you find things like avocados on sale, um, those hold really well in the fridge. And so it actually like will last longer. Um, so you can have those, uh, (laughs) yeah. And then that way you just take out one as you need it. But if you buy a bunch of them when they're on sale, 
you know, how avocados, it's like they go from not being ready to eat to they're all ready to eat. And <clears throat> yes. so the fridge will help with that. Um, I use that trick. Obviously, don't buy too many. You can, if you shop around, um, you know, Trader Joe's actually is pretty good from an avocado price perspective. Um, but, you know, if you know what your mix of things is going to be, like you said, a grain and uh, veggies and a protein or something like that, um, just making sure that you kind of like have a good option uh, or a series of options for each of those so that you can mix things up, make it interesting. And um, I don't personally like price out like how much each meal costs, but uh, I would be curious to see what that comes out to. Um, and I think I would like, I mean, you guys are doing 30 to 50, 50 right now mm-hmm. for two of you. And mm-hmm. so I have definitely some room to look at this <laughs> uh, just to see like what, where is the money going? And right now, I think I'm counting my whole shopping bill. So that's like includes wine and some other things mm-hmm. sometimes. So I need to break that up and see what it really is and maybe do an update uh, in episode 15 on that. Yeah, that doesn't include, I mean, groceries really, it's food. It's food. not, it's not toothpaste. It's not, you know, laundry detergent. Um, that's another episode for another day, but I cut <laughs> out all of that stuff as well. I mean, I did not cut out toothpaste, but I cut out laundry detergent and everything and I make my own for the most part gotcha. on all of that. So that's another really great way to save money is just kind of look at, I know this sounds really weird, but like just look at what you can make at home rather than buying at the store. We've just been programmed to think that we have to buy certain things. That's just what you do, but you really don't have to. And that's those are other ways that you can you can save on money. So that's awesome. Yeah, and just to kind of take a note on your um, talking about wasting food is I would rather see you go to the store two to three times a week than once and have a bunch of food waste. We're definitely not about food waste because that's literally throwing your your food in the trash, which you don't want, or the compost. Yeah. But yeah, just kind of buying all that you need. And the only things that you should really be stocking up on are things that you can freeze or um, that just can have a very much longer, much longer of a shelf life, which is hard when you're only buying things from scratch. Absolutely. But yeah, if you are, if the veggies are on sale, maybe you can make a meal around that veggie. You know, if, if carrots are on sale, you can make a carrot salad, just straight up carrot salad. Or, um, if peppers are on sale, pe- peppers are usually one of the more expensive things. So it's something that you can, you can make stuffed peppers that night or just kind <laughs> of get creative with that. But I don't advocate really stocking up on things just in case right. they go to waste because we don't want to be throwing our money in the trash. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I was, uh, before I had been focusing on this, I would buy groceries out of habit, continue to go out to eat. So I think that was where, when my budget, you know, my spending was in the 1200 range. And that was coffee, drinks, mm-hmm. food. That was everything. <laughs> I haven't fully broken it down to just food. Um, but the things that were happening there was that I was buying food and there was waste. And so I'm literally throwing away money, but also <laughs> wasting food um, and then going out and spending money you know, unconsciously. And so um, I really like that idea of just, you know, shop like a chef does where he, you know, they buy only what they need exactly, and they use it. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you can learn to use all of it, then that's awesome. Um, if you can find other things that you want to use, um, you know, other places of the house that aren't food to make, then that's another win. Um, there's a, a blogger and I think he just came out with a book um, called Fit Men Cook. And he advocates when you do go shopping, like buying, um, either a spice or something that's shelf stable that's going to last for a long time that you essentially are building up your pantry mm-hmm. um, so that you have options. And these might be dried goods that will last forever that you maybe have never used before, but you're going to learn mm-hmm. um, or a new spice so that you can figure out like, 
you don't have to make food doesn't have to be boring food doesn't have to be the same all the time um and uh so i have his whole line of spices actually. Oh <laughs> but it, it, you know i fell for it in his in his recipes and things but he's done a bunch of these challenges too and I'll, I'll link to some of them like he's done the um you know how do i spend this x amount of money at whole foods how do i do this at trader joe's and you know figuring out how to eat affordably um but also healthily and, and importantly um and so figuring out what works for you if you have those spices and things always available then there's no excuse at that point but if you don't have a pantry and all of that then it becomes easier to say well i don't have the things i want to make tonight so i'm going to go you know order something oh but. dear yeah <laughs> no true i mean if you're starting from scratch it can definitely be a little bit diff- more difficult my brother um is 19 and he's out on his own now and he <laughs> he's has to he's starting from scratch he literally has no spices or anything mm-hmm. so i definitely am am witnessing and remembering how it was like for me as well and i i think the best advice with that is just don't go crazy with the with the recipes that you find online if they're calling for crazy ingredients pick a different recipe because yeah. it's an easy easy trap you can go down and i or um, a different path you can go down and i was definitely definitely a culprit of someone that just kind of thought that i had to use whatever ingredient they listed i didn't really understand that there could be substitutions mm-hmm. and everything and and just remember that's definitely a possibility but at the end of the day just picking recipes that are using basic ingredients but enough that gives you a little bit of a, a, a spice of life, right? Yeah. A little bit, a little, a little, <laughs> little bit more uh, diversity is it, it is possible for sure. Absolutely makes makes life worth living, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, why would we? I don't know. Eating is one of the like. Oh, we the, spend a lot of time eating. Yeah, we and... have to eat, and we have to enjoy what we eat. So stop with the rice and beans and exactly. thinking that's it. <laughs> we can spice that up for sure. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So um, I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking about this uh, today. Where can uh, people find you and, and all the things that you're up to? Yeah. So you can learn about wine and beer with me. And also, uh, I will be posting a lot more things about my budget and how you can eat intentionally and really enjoy dining at home. My website is dannygmorris.com. And you can find me on Instagram as well at dannygmorris. Awesome. And you have a, a, a resource to plug, potentially? <laughs> yes. Actually, uh, I, I do have a YouTube channel as well. In next week's video, I will be going through the items in my pantry that are staples. Um, so actually, it's just, it probably will be out by the time that this podcast uh, episode comes out. So I will be releasing a cheat sheet with that just on all of the um, staples that I have in my pantry and things that you can kind of start out with, especially if you just you know got your own apartment or maybe you've been eating out so much you don't even have anything at home. It's a really great way to kind of get that base of ingredients that will help you just start eating from scratch and just making it all work. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out and uh, see how it compares to my pantry and see what what things – I can add. I'm always looking for, you know, unique things that I either, again, learn how to use um, (laughs) or find that maybe I just don't have that in my diet currently and uh, like to mix things up. So thank you again for joining me on this. And uh, if you enjoyed what you're listening to, uh, I would love if you could give us a review on iTunes or any of the podcast players that you are listening to this on. Uh, It really helps other people find the show. Uh, So when they're looking for money uh, podcasts, that they will find how you spend your days. 
if you have any questions or would like to share any of the uh, financial goals or achievements that you've had uh, in your own financial journey, I would love to hear from you. Uh, you can find us at howyouspendyourdays.com and on Instagram and Twitter at, at howyouspent. All right, we'll see you next week. Music in this episode from Blue Dot Sessions.